I was actually more nervous catching the first pitch than throwing it somehow. I don't really know how because that's what I do. Catch the ball for a, basically a living now. Welcome to episode 189 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Before we get started this week, we want to recognize a legend in our game. Hall of Fame broadcaster Vin Scully passed away this week at the age of 94. The man was an icon known as the voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers, spending 67 years with that organization before retiring in 2016. He always knew what to say and also when to say nothing at all. The best in the business, bar none. There will never be another Vin Scully, and he will be forever missed. High fly ball into right field. She is gone! On to this week's guest, and what a year it's been for Gavin Logan. The Oyen Alberta product and Dogs Academy grad took full advantage of being the starting catcher for Oregon State this year, hitting 281 with three home runs and 36 runs batted in, while committing just one error in 45 games as he was named to the All-Pac-12 first team and All-Pac-12 tournament team. While the Beavers fell short of their goal of winning the NCAA National Championship, they were a powerful squad, and it showed when eight players were selected in the MLB draft in July. That includes Logan, who was taken in the ninth round, 258th overall by the Arizona Diamondbacks. He has received a hero's welcome in Okotoks, including throwing out a first pitch at a dogs game, then catching the ceremonial toss from Matt Stairs at the WCBL All-Star Game. That's where I caught up with him to talk about his whirlwind last few weeks as we last connected for episode 170 of the podcast. Gavin, first off, welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's nice to be back on. So how does it feel knowing that you're a draft pick now of the Arizona Diamondbacks? What did it feel like that first moment of, of understanding that this was actually a real thing now? Uh, honestly, the first thought, like, I didn't really, I kind of blacked out a little bit when it first happened, and it's still pretty surreal even though I was down there for a few days and kind of got to see the lay of the land and everything and meet a whole bunch of people. Uh, it's still pretty fresh in my mind, still doesn't feel super real yet, haven't haven't thrown a ball down there or done anything yet, but it's a pretty cool feeling. Take us back to that moment specifically, the lead-up. Who's calling you? Well, first off, who are you with? Uh, and then second of all, do you know you're going fairly quickly here? Walk us through the, the moments leading up to your name finally showing up on that board. So in the actually in the morning, I had the Rangers call me and offer me a number I wasn't really okay with, and they kind of wanted to plan out their day, and I told them later on before the that day started, day two that is, and... I told them no. That's that's just not going to work. I I don't really agree on that. Like it's it's just not enough. It's not going to help me out in the future and keep me playing for as long as I want. So I said no to that. And then I actually talked to the Mariners in like the sixth round, and they were kind of in the same boat. They were trying to save money on me because I'm a little older than a lot of guys, and I said no as well. And then I was actually kind of I was not frustrated, but just a little upset with like what was going on and. I was actually in my house family's basement with my dad, my mom, and my little brother plays in the academy here, and uh, I was just kind of, I was actually almost asleep on the couch, and my phone rang, and I didn't recognize the number, I was like, I should probably take this, because we were watching it on the TV, and uh, 
I went into my room and I talked and kind of negotiated like what's what would probably work and he said the head scout or whatever said all right well we just took you with our first pick in the ninth round and actually I was like it hit me it hit my like I was like okay like thank you he's like all right see ya and I was like oh okay bye and uh he hung up and whatever and I walk out on the tv and all that stuff's like kind of delayed a little bit right like 10 15 seconds and I walk out and I my parents are sitting there just like on the edge of their seats like like what like what who is that what did they say like what's going on and I just told them just just watch the tv just watch the tv and my brother was actually talking I had to tell him to be quiet a few times not quite in that nice a way but I told him to be quiet and I actually put my head down and didn't watch the tv and I just the only thing I heard was my name and kind of just my whole like build up from everything just kind of flashed in my mind and I kind of came back too and my mom was hugging me and bawling and my dad was actually like pretty in tears too and my brother just was kind of sitting over there smiling and yeah it was a pretty crazy moment. I can only imagine did you know Arizona was in the cards at all prior to had you been chatting with them at all during the season walk us through sort of what your expectations were of who might be taking you prior to the draft even starting. Um, I actually talked to the Diamondbacks a few years ago when I was at Lynn Benton. It was actually COVID year, and that obviously, like, five-round draft, that wasn't something that was going to happen that year. And then, so I've talked to them kind of over the past couple years. I actually didn't talk to them very much this spring. I think I talked to the regional scout, like, twice. But I talked a lot with the Mariners and the, the Rangers and the Phillies were actually, like, the three that were the most interested in. I thought... I really thought I was going to go with the Mariners, and but I always kind of had a weird feeling in the back of my mind and just kind of in my gut that it was going to be the Diamondbacks because they they really need catching in their organization, and I was like I just I really want to go there because I feel like that'll be the best opportunity for me and it'll just be a really great experience. So they're kind of always in the back of my mind. But yeah. walk us through what went through your mind as you're watching your family's reaction because that has to be something really special to to share that moment with them you could even see it in your faces that that was that was something you could never reenact yeah no it was it was pretty crazy i like when i kind of came back to i looked looked at my mom and i honestly could barely even like see her eyes like i started crying pretty much right away and just kind of like all this stuff that like driving me so far when I was younger to veteran Alberta like an hour and a half for practices all week and just everything that they've done paid for so much of my stuff and maybe like it's just there's just there's so many things that your parents and your siblings and your just relatives and family sacrificed for you over those years and not even just money it's just time so much time is put in like yeah like I put in a lot of time myself when I left home and all that kind of stuff, but none of it would be possible without them, without old coaches, without my family, even my, my brother and sister. Like, my, me and my brother, like, seven years apart, but we, like, we yell at each other, like, quite a bit about baseball, and I teach him a lot, and he, like, helps me realize things. So me teaching him helps me realize things as well. So it's been, it's been really awesome. How crazy was your phone after <laughs> that moment? Uh, it was actually, actually the coolest thing was is that the Mariners regional scout texted me the first because they saw it first. He was the first one to text me, and he said, good luck. We really liked you. Sorry we couldn't get you. I'll be watching you in the future. Have fun with it. 
So he, that was the, probably the coolest moment of all. And just even, obviously, everyone else in the family and all that talking to me and stuff. But just all the texts from, like, old teammates, past teammates, old buddies from home. Just literally anyone that I maybe barely was friends with. But just shooting out a text, like, saying congrats. Like, all, all that stuff means a lot. And even... Because my sister actually wasn't with me. She was working at the time. So I called her right away, and she was in tears too. So just like it was just kind of crazy for a little while, and I, I honestly don't remember a lot of it. It was pretty pretty surreal there. So yeah. You mentioned the teammates aspect. You managed to do watch this and see some of your own teammates at Oregon State get picked. How cool was that, getting to share that moment with all these guys that you've been playing and in the, in the weeds with for the last few years here? It was it was honestly just really cool watching like the first day and three of my teammates get picked. That was probably the coolest thing ever just and then the rest of them obviously, but it was just the coolest thing to see like their little like videos on TV, like their of their highlights and like, hey, like I know that guy. I'm like really good friends with that guy and we're we're a family and it's it's just really something that you kinda you don't really like fully understand it until you might not see them very much anymore. And after our season was over, I think that's why we were pretty disappointed because all of us down there were super close this year and it was really really actually tough on pretty much everyone I'm pretty sure everyone was in tears even the freshmen that have two or three four more years left right and even they were in tears just the group of guys we had and we're all super tight so it was really nice to see all them go as well. So walk us through the process the last couple of or last week or so now I guess and and sort of what your expectations are over the next few weeks and months here as you you become a pro ball player. Uh, it's kind of been, uh, like 10 minutes. It could change. Um, 10 minutes from now it could change. 10 minutes ago is completely different. Uh, I just got home today, actually flew down Wednesday, did a few things, came back and just got to basically wait for my work visa before I go back down. And whenever that is pushed through all the government stuff and they'll fly me back down and that's pretty much all I know for now. They'll fly me back down and they'll just kind of go from there. One of the guys that we chatted with not too long ago, Matt Kootenay, a guy that you happen to know, how cool was it to have that Alberta connection? You're the two Alberta guys that got picked in, in this year's draft. It's awesome. It's something that's just really cool because we actually played together a couple times and we built a pretty good relationship. Not playing together, we built it then, but we were quite a bit younger, just even like not seeing each other for a long time, just constantly talking about random stuff. But yeah, no, it was it was really cool to see a fellow Albertan go and even like just pretty much right after me too so it was it was really nice and I knew he was going to go eventually but it was just super cool that it was that close together and I know really proud of him too. Talk about that Alberta side of it from your perspective now that you've got kind of a little bit more more of that elder statesman aspect of it what do you see out of the scene I mean we're here at the the uh, WCBL all-star game as an example 10 Albertans on those two rosters I mean it's got to be cool to see the growth of the game. Yeah no it's definitely really cool I remember like, even my dad telling me, like, because baseball the past, like, 20 years in Canada is just, it's going up, right? It's going in a really good direction, and I think it's always been, like, a lot of Ontario kids and some BC kids, and it's still kind of that way, but the other provinces are starting to get into it a little bit. Like, Logan Hoffman, he's from, uh, I think it's Logan. Yeah. Logan Hoffman, yeah, he's from Saskatchewan. Got drafted a couple years ago by the Pirates. Super cool there. I had mutual friends. Um, but, yeah, I know it's definitely nice to see some of the prairie provinces that don't have as many people and don't have all the facilities. Like, obviously, there's a pretty great one here at Okotoks, but that helps. But there's just not as much stuff in those provinces, right? So a lot less people. So 
You mentioned the uh, Okotoks thing. You've got to throw out a first pitch. You also caught the first pitch from Matt Stairs. How cool are those moments to kind of be thought of as that hometown hero? It's, <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but it's been pretty cool uh, just kind of be out there. I've actually been more nervous. I was actually more nervous catching the first pitch than throwing it somehow. I don't really know how because that's what I do, yeah. catch the ball for a, basically a living now. And I was, yeah, no, I was pretty, just pretty nervous and that's more nervous than I've ever been playing, I think, just doing those two things. But, yeah, no, it was super, super cool to see everyone out here for the All-Star game. And then on Tuesday when I threw it out, then it was, it was really cool just to see everyone and all the appreciation and thank you to them for being here and all that kind of stuff. How surreal is it to be out in that moment, whether you're throwing the pitch or you're catching the pitch? And this is a place that is near and dear to your heart. You spent so many years here. Did you take that moment to kind of look around and go, yeah, how did this even come about? Like, how is this even real? Yeah, <laughs> when I threw out the first pitch, I didn't even look up. I didn't look up at all, and I was like, oh, what's what's going on? I don't really want to look at anyone in the stands in case they're, you know, I don't know trying to get me to laugh or do something kind of dumb. But, no, today when I went out there and started, ca- just caught the pitch, I kind of, they were announcing stuff, and I, I squatted down, and I was like, oh, I should probably turn around and, like, try and take it in a little bit, and I, kind of like swiveled back and forth both ways and kind of just waved a little bit and it was pretty cool to see that many people looking at you and just being like oh he's from here he graduated from this program and he's played here played here in 19 and it's just really really cool I've always believed in the idea of if you can see it you can be it right when they see a kid who's been drafted an Alberta kid drafted what does that mean to you to be able to kind of show that hey this can be you one day too yeah it's really cool because it's basically the same thing I did too like I looked at a couple guys when I was younger like oh I want to be like them and then when I came here Jordan Procession was my coach and I was like I want to do that kind of stuff too and (laughs) dream big and try to be like him I guess they're kind of in the same boat now we're both playing professionally and he's still playing still so that's just kind of the same like mentality I guess that other kids should just kind of look at it just it keeps going in a circle you got to keep the older guys will teach the younger guys and you just you got to believe that it's going to happen talk a little bit about that idea of giving back and now that you get to do that on a regular basis you saw it through uh, Jordan procession what do you want to do to be able to kind of what kind of message do you want to send to those kids to make sure that they can follow their dreams as well I'm actually like I've actually talked to the some of the dogs coaches I'm possibly going to do like a similar thing to what he did for me and the other guys that were in the academy when we were here and just kind of come back in our off season and train here do all our own stuff but also help out the academy kids and do some lessons and work with like in the camps and what and all that kind of stuff so just try to give back as much as possible to the community and teach new things to them that they probably don't know so just try to help them out so they can there can be more of them one more question for you before the mosquitoes eat us alive out here. Uh, last time we chatted, the last question was, what does the game of baseball mean to you? So I'm going to add a little bit of a flair to it. What does it mean to you to be able to play the game that you love as an Albertan, as a professional? <laughs> I'm probably going to say the same thing I said last time, but it's literally my life. I think I said the same thing last time, but no, it's something special, even more special now. Like, Obviously, being at Oregon State was a blessing, and it was very thankful for it, and we were really dang good, and it was a lot of fun. But playing professionally as an Albertan, it's something that's like really going to touch my touch my heart for a long time, and it's going to be really fun, the process and the grind that goes through, and hopefully it all ends up in a 
Good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, off to a great start, Gavin. Again, congratulations on being drafted by Arizona. Congratulations on all the success you've had at this point. And really looking forward to continuing watching your progression through the system. Thanks so much for joining us again here on the podcast so soon. It's only been a few weeks. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on again. Thanks again to Gavin Logan for joining us. And again, congratulations on being drafted by the Arizona Diamondbacks. And if you missed it, you can hear from the other Albertan drafted, Matt Kootenay, in episode 187. And go to the show notes on this episode to check out the stories we've written about both of those guys this season. Before we go, a big shout out once again to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us. The Okotoks Dogs are putting the finishing touches on a phenomenal WCBL regular season with their eyes set squarely on a lengthy playoff run. For more, head to dogsbaseball.ca. And AHP Academy is devoted to driven athletes regularly showing off their progress on social media. Learn all about them at ahpbaseball.com. Until next time, thank you for all your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.